welcome back to a new season of Crazy Rambles with Crystal. I thought it's a new year, so I would make it like a new season, even though last week's episode is still season one. And today I will be doing this podcast in English, which you guys are probably going to be like... (coughs) Oh, my dog. You see, like, that's a sign, like, saying, oh, you pretentious ass bitch. Well, the thing is, I'm just doing this in English because I feel like it's easier for me to get in touch with my feelings in this language. I honestly think it's a more cultural thing that... Yeah, I think it's easier to express my inner, deeper thoughts and feel less awkward about it if I do it in English. If I do it in Cantonese, I'd be... I don't know. Like, one of the things that I want to talk about today is actually how I'm not very in touch with my inner thoughts or, like, to admit my thoughts and feelings to my friends that I feel very awkward and feel very uncomfortable like I don't even know how to say it so today I'm like doing this in a calmer voice even though I did you know actually I did wanted to make this episode at night like midnight maybe like 3 a.m And I did stay up yesterday, and then I fell asleep on the couch. So I woke up at around 4, and I fell back asleep on the couch. And when it's 5, I wanted to start recording, but then my sister has to, you know, get up and go to work. So I couldn't do my podcast then, and so I just went to sleep. So right now, it's about 1.28. I have my drink with me, which is coffee. (coughs) Jesus Christ, I almost choked. I thought it's going to be like a calm episode, but I guess that choking didn't help. But I don't know, maybe you guys can listen to it at nighttime and enjoy this peaceful time with me even though I'm not recording it at night but you can pretend that I did okay let me just light my candle which is called hibiscus waterfalls from uh, Bath and Body Works Honestly, since last time that I started lighting this candle, I really understand, like, the fun, like, why people like lighting candles. It really is so fun. It's so aesthetically pleasing. And, like, the moment you blow it out, it's like you get to blow out a birthday candle. So, yeah. Oh, did I tell you guys that I, why I wanted to record this at night? Probably. This is going to be a long episode, so, like, buckle up, do something, or I don't know what you're doing, like, get a snack, or maybe when you're commuting, or 
cleaning up your room. I don't even know. Waiting for a flight. I don't even know. But I wanted to do it because I feel like at night, I can... Like at night, because when you're tired, you lose up you lose up a little bit. Like you lose your inhibitions in a way. But yesterday, I did like went out with my friend for the entire day. So I was like super tired. And I fell asleep. <laughs> I tried staying up, but then my mom wouldn't go to sleep. So I couldn't record it. Anyways, so yeah. This is going to be a vulnerable episode for me because I'm going to talk about three things I'm grateful for in 2022 and my goals in 2023. I'm going to admit some things. I don't know. I feel like maybe some of it you guys may have heard it, but there will be like very, very tiny part of it that I never really admit to anyone except for myself because I'm uncomfortable with it, as I've mentioned before. So, yeah. And I don't know, now I'm feeling a little bit uncomfortable already, but I feel like a lot of the things is really nothing special. It's just me, that I cannot be in touch with my feelings. But knowing that you guys can open up to your friends or and to me, and admit things and honestly i really admire you guys for it like i have friends that they will tell me like the deeper secrets that they have or like thoughts that they have that i feel like honestly i feel like for those thoughts if you admit it to someone random and then they'd be like you're fucking crazy but honestly i feel like these are the thoughts that everyone has but no one ever admits them to anyone except for their friends and i feel like that i have friends that could admit these thoughts to their friends or like through a podcast i admire you guys i don't have the courage to do it because i just care too much about what other people think (laughs) but that's also what I'm going to mention in the later part of this episode. So, yeah, let's get started. Oh, FYI, fun fact. At first, I did plan on like doing 22 lessons I learned in 2022, but then I'm stupid. I don't think I can come up with 22 lessons. And I was like typing this uh, for like on and off for like a day or two and at first I thought I'm going to like talk about five things I'm grateful slash learned in 2022 but then I have a lot of shit to say (laughs) after talking about like three things that I'm grateful for I feel like it's going to be an hour so and I still have to talk about my goals for like the upcoming quarter and year which i'll elaborate later on so anyways without further ado let's dive right into it because i'm wasting even more time i'm like what speaking for seven minutes okay let's go first things first that i'm grateful for is my friends some of you might already know that 
yeah, sometimes I have this random, like, thought is like, I am really grateful for my friends. And believe it or not, I used to keep a gratitude journal. Uh, actually, the first half of the year, I kept a gratitude journal. I journal every day. I'll talk about three things I'm grateful for, uh, things that makes me happy today, and what would make today great, or something like that. And a lot of the times, I do write down I'm grateful for my friends. Like, maybe not just my friends, that generic, but maybe like, oh, I'm grateful that I'm going to hang out with this friend that day, that I hung out with this friend the other day, uh, grateful for what they've said, and just made me feel supported or motivated. So, yeah. As I've mentioned in my last episode, I do think I'm very weird and very annoying sometimes. Like, sometimes I feel like I say things kind of in a way that I act like a fucking know-it-all, but I'm not. I'm actually fucking stupid. (laughs) And you guys are all much, much smarter than me. Smarter, oh my god. Much smarter than me. And then, like, sometimes I just simply wanted to share. But sometimes I feel like I act like I'm a know-it-all. But when I... But I'm actually not trying to do that. I don't know. Maybe it's a low self-esteem thing. And sometimes I just say things that's so weird. I don't know, like, what hits me. Maybe just because I'm weird. And, like, I don't know if you guys do it. But, like, at the end of the day, I would, you know, think back to everything that happens, like, throughout that that day. And then I would, like, remember, oh, I... I talked about this, I talked about that, that's so weird, why would I do this, why would I say that? And, like, there will be, you know, how, like, when you go to sleep and then, like, it will be all the awkward moments that happened. Honestly, I still remember some of the awkward moments and, like, me being weird moments from, like, minimum four years ago and I still remember them. And then, like, when I think about them... And I just cringe because I'm just that weird. And I'm like, why did I ever do that? People must think I'm so weird. (laughs) And then just made me realize like, oh my god. Then why do I even have friends? Like, I honestly have the nicest friends. Seriously. You guys are the nicest friends. And I feel like I'm not a good enough friend to you guys. That... I couldn't provide the emotional support that you guys need or I'm just like too awkward and uncomfortable with my own thoughts and feelings that I didn't open up with you guys or like just I'm a weird person in general (laughs) so why are you guys even friends with me and so I'm very very grateful and another reason why that I'm very grateful for you guys is probably because I don't have a lot of friends as a kid. Or even like, I think, let's see, I think in secondary school, I only have like maybe two, two, three people that I can call like actual friends. 
like other people that are like supposedly my friend but I actually don't like them <laughs> and in primary school I'm always like an outsider like I okay let's just start from the beginning in because I am a shy person and when I was a kid I was even more shy like in primary school like in kindergarten in secondary school i was known as the like shy kid that just don't talk to people even like i think teachers have also mentioned to my parents like oh she's very quiet and then before i guess it's i, I don't know but like one of the incidents is like uh, maybe in primary school and then kids will be like very energetic and then like proactive and teachers are like okay raise up and answer raise your hand and answer a question and then everyone would raise their hands and I would not just because I'm shy and I don't want to answer questions I don't know maybe you guys feel the same but apparently like my mom told me this and she said like the teacher told her oh everyone would raise their hands but I would never raise my hand and they were worried about my learning abilities and they were afraid that maybe I actually didn't pick up what they've taught in class so I didn't know what's going on so I didn't raise my hand but then when they ask me about it like they ask me the question I can actually answer them so it's not my learning ability that's impaired it's just that I was shy and didn't want to raise my hands and in let's see uh, in primary like starting from primary one to primary three I only hang out with this other girl who's also very very shy I would say she's even more shy than me so I don't know like you guys probably didn't know like you guys probably don't know how shy I was so this is probably not like a great scale but um, let me give you some context this girl I don't talk to her anymore but then our parents are friends on like friends with each other on Facebook <laughs> and sometimes they would still you know communicate and stuff and a few years ago I think my mom told me that um, I think like some I think it's sometime in secondary school actually uh, she told me that she was talking to this girl's mom and the mom told her that she's I don't know maybe have some social anxiety or some sort that she actually stopped school for a while and then I think it's only after a year or two that she went back to secondary school again so I feel like her situation might have worsened in secondary school because she was so quiet you can still kind of get away with it like in primary school but yeah that's how shy she is and the level of shyness that I had was comparable to that okay just keep in mind so like from primary one to primary three she's basically my best friend we only hung out with each other what did we talk about i don't even remember because it's ages ago but because starting in primary four 
we're no longer in the same class, so we don't really get a chance to talk to each other anymore because we're not in the same class. We only we can only hang out in recess, but I mean it's just like I don't know ten minutes per day, twenty minutes at most. Yeah, we have two recesses, right? I think so. <laughs> so, yeah, just we ended up grow apart because in a new class, I'm starting to make new friends, which I made a new friend, and we were close. We hang out all the time, and then her and another friend. Okay, let's call the new friend that I made. Uh, I don't even know. Let's call her. Hmm, let's call her Mona. I don't know. That name just pops up, and then so Mona and I are really tight friends, and but then, uh, uh I need to come up with names. Fuck. Uh. Okay. Then there's Jenny, and oh, also another name. Uh. Blair. Okay, now I'm using gossip girl names. Okay, <laughs> so I was friend. I became friends with Mona, and then Mona, and then Jenny and, uh, shit. What's her name? Blair. <laughs> Blair. We're already friends, and then so. Mona and. Jenny became really close friends. So me, Mona. Jenny and Blair started hanging out together, but because I was like very very quiet, quiet, I feel like this is one of the reasons why I don't hang out in a group like of friends anymore. Because I'm just like quiet, you know. I cannot handle this many people, just like one on one. That's probably easier for me. <laughs> I feel like now it's better, but then you have to cater to a lot of people. I don't know. Sidetrack. Anyways, so me, Mona. Jenny and Blair, we started hanging out, but then I feel like a lot of times it's Jenny, and Mona hangs out more that they click with each other more. Which now, in retrospect, it makes sense. I do get it. Like now, I get it. But before, I was like a little bit, you know, overprotective and you know jealous and be like. In my head, I was like, "Ah, oh, I was friends with her first, <laughs> and now they're like having much more fun without me." And then, like, because Blair is also a little bit more outgoing, like she's outgoing, not a little bit more. She is outgoing, so the three of them always like have a lot of fun, and I was just always the one that tags along, and I would feel like an outsider of the group, and like even though. They didn't exclude me at all. Like they treat me as a friend, but maybe I was just shy, and I don't know, not as active. Then I would feel like I'm an outsider of the group, and I don't feel like I have as much fun as they have we with each other, and so it's basically like I'm always the. Side characters, you know, so they are the main characters. They're having a lot of fun, but then, yeah. And I remember, um, 
okay then fast forward to secondary school secondary one or secondary two i still hang out with mona and blair and i remember mona telling me that at one point she didn't like me because she because i always tag along i always follow her basically everywhere because i'm that shy girl that never you know got out of her comfort zone so like i was just you know stick to the person that i know and she felt that it's a little bit annoying that having me just you know follow her around like yeah i now i get it as well but before i feel like a little bit upset like honestly because but I do understand why she'd feel that way because having someone following you around all the damn time is annoying. I get it. But at that point, at that stage in my life, I couldn't, you know, get out of my comfort zone and I had no other friends. Basically, she's the only friend I've got. So, yeah, but she's like, oh, later on, it's fine. I don't dislike you anymore. Which I think she was telling the truth, even though we're not friends anymore. There's no bad blood, just we grow apart. And yeah. And anyways, in secondary school, I am also this shy kid, but I did think that I became more outgoing in secondary school. To, I went from extremely shy to shy, <laughs> but still, yeah. So I'm very grateful for my secondary school friend. If she's listening, she would know who she is. That we met since the very beginning of secondary school, and because she always like speaks her mind and like really have her, she's a character. So her proactiveness kind of influenced me to make me more active and a little bit more outgoing, and yeah, so. Even though I've mentioned this to her before already, I think, but I'm still great, very grateful that I've met you, that I have became more outgoing in secondary school, and it's because of you. Without you, I'll probably be like, I don't know, maybe I'll just hang with some other introverted shy kid, like in primary school, and then I'll just like ended up staying a very very shy kid. <sighs> So, yeah, and in secondary school, I didn't really make new friends. I mean, I don't know how to say it. Like, I know someone's gonna say, "Oh, you're friends with everyone, lah." No, uh, I mean, I'm friendly with everyone. I guess at that point, you can. I don't know. I guess you can. Call I can call them my friends, but I mean, I don't know. I feel like I have a higher standard for friends than other people. I remember like someone just be like, "Oh, we're like 
desk mates like we sit next to each other and then he's like oh don't tell anyone about this or we cannot be friends anymore and i'm like we're already friends <laughs> that easy like i've i've sat next to you for like three days and apparently we're friends already <laughs> it's so funny but i feel like okay i do have friends but it's not there are not friends that i feel close with that i feel like i can hang out with them all the time and then share my thoughts but not like i have a lot of you know deep thoughts and secretive thoughts that i wanted to share in secondary school i was like meh chilling you know afloat you know not doing much <laughs> which is very sad but yeah and but i guess okay i'll put it this way that i have friends but there are friends that i don't really click with like i have this group of friends which i feel like we're only a group of friends because we're outcast well i'm not saying how do i put it just okay there's five of us and i feel like they all cannot find friends respectively so that they are like friends with each other at least for me i still have my other secondary school friend who i've met from the start because of this podcast i'll keep her name anonymous just in case someone random stumbled upon it even though yeah uh, what am I gonna name her? Hmm. <laughs> oh, this is terrible. I'm going to name her. Fuck. Um. 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 Oh, if I give you a bad name, are you going to be mad at me? But this is just for the sake of storytelling, you know. Uh, fuck, give me thinking of a name. Okay, let me. Let's call you Maddie, okay? <laughs> Don't be mad at me, but because I'm like seeing this letter M and then I'm like, what name is like M? Okay, Maddie. I'll call you Maddie. I am friends with Maddie, but I'm also in an other friend group, which is full of people that I don't think they have like other friends like I don't think they have a close of a friendship as me and Maddie like they only have each other which I mean maybe in their perspective that's enough maybe they click with each other but I honestly cannot click with them because I we basically don't have anything in common I honestly don't think they have anything in common as well so the thing is that they can still continue and hang out with each other till this day. I I was surprised. Like, there's people that like K-pop, like Mando pop, and person that don't listen to music at all. I mean, like, you don't need to have a lot of things in common as friends. But I feel like the things that you like actually influence you as a person. And... That really affects if they click with you or not. I 
just basically the things I like, they're not interested. And the things they like, I'm not interested. And we have lunch together basically almost every day. And then they would... Honestly, I don't get it till this day. I remember because like on some of the days, I would have lunch with Maddie. And then they would be like, oh, she's ditching us for her. And now... I mean, like, before, I was already like, I mean, you can have other friends. Like, you you can, it's normal to, you know, just not stick with one friend group. I mean, uh, <laughs> honestly, I almost forgot about it until now. It's just, like, I suddenly remembered. Because this is, like, so, so long ago. And I was like, I remember like complaining to Maddie about them all the damn time. <laughs> and I would complain to my other friend who I've known her since primary school. And let's call her... Let's call her what? Hmm. Let's call her Clara. I've known Clara since primary school because at one point we were neighbors, which was super fun, and we went to the prim- we went to the same primary school together, even though like there were times that we kind of fell apart. Fell apart is that right? No, had to fall off. Fell off. I can't. <laughs> I'm just as illiterate in English and like in Chinese, but, uh, I would complain to Clara as well. Even though before she was like closer friends with someone else, but now they're not friends anymore. And honestly, I'm a little bit surprised that we kept being friends, even though we went to separate secondary school and secondary school with different, like very different backgrounds as well. But I'm very grateful to have her as a friend too. That because, you know. I'm shy, and then she would ask, always like find me, and then like ask like, oh, do you want to hang out, and do this and do that. So, she's also another reason why that I became more active, I guess. So, yeah, throughout primary school and secondary school, friends that had stuck through me, like stuck by me throughout this period of time, is basically Maddie and. Clara, and that's it. <laughs> Two friends that I feel like I actually am comfortable hanging out with them. That bleeping group. They always do things together, like hang out, like play games, or go to party rooms, or I don't know, go to movies, or some anything, something like that. And I'm just like, I'm so tired, you know. And with them, they always be like, oh, I need. We need to take like bestie pictures, and like wear like matching outfits, and I just didn't care. And I just felt at that point, I felt like it's a waste of money, and I don't want to take pictures with you guys. At first, I thought like it's just that maybe because I don't like to do these kind of things. But now, looking back on it, 
I think it's just because I don't want to do these things with them. It's just that I don't enjoy their company. That's why I didn't do things like that with them. And if it is, if it's with you guys, then I actually don't mind because I feel like oh, it's just for fun. Like you're just doing it with friends. I mean, I don't mind. So yeah. So throughout primary school to secondary school. I basically had two friends that I feel comfortable with, so I'm not saying like I need a lot of friends. I mean, always like quality over quantity, but that's in uni that I started to make more friends. Now, like in my private account, there's quite a few of you, more than five. So I'm just like. Wow, I'm so grateful to have you guys, because you guys are friends that I truly click with, not like, oh, we're just hanging out just because, oh, we're hanging out just because we're stuck at this place together. No, is I talk to you guys, and I genuinely feel like, oh. We like the same same things. We have the sim. We have similar value sets, and then we want to do things together. And sometimes, like I think of, like doing this, and then you have the same thought, and then. It's just like our telepathy is going strong, you know, like we really have like a connection. So to from going just to having two friends, and a couple of people that I don't really want to hang out with. To, having. This many friends, well, I couldn't say I have a lot of friends, but every one of you counts. But like in comparison, like that's that's like a that's a big leap, you know. And to have now this many friends that I actually click and connect and have fun with, and you guys are so supportive, and then like just really good friends in general, then I'm just really grateful. I never thought that I was I would make this many friends as well in uni, particularly like most of the friends I made is in uni, which is very surprising, considering like throughout that twelve year period I was this shy kid that's not active, not social, not active in socializing and not outgoing, yet like the. Best of friends that I've made is in uni, and it's very unexpected circumstances that we met maybe through an activity or like internships, places that I never intend to make new friends, but more just like oh I'm just trying this out, and then maybe it's for my resume and stuff. To actually keep in touch with you guys, and we're actually friends. I'm just very, very grateful. Yeah. So I hope you guys know that how important that you guys are to me. Actually, that. Yeah. Oh my God. I'm so. I'm a little bit touched right now. I need to drink coffee. <laughs> 
Oh, did I mention that I'm drinking coffee? It's just because I didn't get a good enough, like, getting, didn't get a good night's sleep. And that's why I'm, like, a little bit tired. So I wanted to drink coffee. Okay, move on to second thing that I'm grateful for is my family. Maybe you guys are like, oh my god, girl, you're so cliche, grateful for your family. Well, the thing is, I am now truly grateful for them. Like before, because I was like holding a gr- I was holding some grudges against my family for something that they did, which I won't be disclosing it here, but I was holding grudges and I guess like it was kind of like a rebellious state, but hmm, I don't know. But I was less thankful towards them before compared to now. I guess maybe I matured or maybe just I had a change in perspective that now I see the things that they do that through these actions that they show how much they love me and how my family, my parents are providing for me and how my sibling, like my sister, um, actually tries to accommodate me as well. And before, I was just think that they're annoying Maybe sometimes because my dad keeps wanting to talk to me and I'm just trying to have some me time, watch TV, and he kept blabbing. But now he kind of stops doing that, so I'm happy with it. But we, but like throughout actions, like getting, like let's say getting my favorite pastries or favorite piece of bread, like sometimes you know that he does that on purpose because he knows I like them. And I'm really grateful and appreciative towards this action and also my sister does the same and my mom I think my mom and I had a good relationship ever since I got a bit older we don't have a great relationship when we were young like when not we when we were young when I was young and should be very harsh and disciplinary in a way and I know it's for my own good I'm glad she did that because I think if she didn't do it then we wouldn't have the relationship that we have today so I'm grateful for it as well and she take takes take cares of me and Yeah, and about my sister, before I think she is very, you know, irresponsible for an adult (laughs) that's like literally an adult and there's no excuses, you cannot argue, oh, 20, barely an adult, kind of, but yeah. But I'm really proud of her and I'm very happy to see her to pick up more responsibilities and also that she is also studying 
to further herself. So now she's working and then studying, and because now this year I don't have hall, and I have very very long commutes, basically three hours every day. I'm fucking dying. So I relied on her to cook dinner for me, which is something that basically never happened. I think the last time that this happened was when I was like probably ten years old. <laughs> so you know. More than a decade ago, basically, and before, because I am the one that cooks for myself, that I would plan out my meals. I would on Sunday or Monday I would cook like a big batch, and then like on Wednesday another big batch, and so I could you know feed myself throughout the week. But now I just don't have the time, considering there's so you have to put. So much effort into studying, and also that you, I have to commute for a very very long time. When I got back home, I'm always like too tired. So I'm very very grateful that even though she's working and then like she's also taking classes, yet she still takes the time to cook for me and do dishes because before she would never do the dishes. It was just me, and then. I would do chores like mopping and vacuuming, and then I would complain, "Oh, these dishes! Why didn't you just put into the dishwasher?" And now she's the one telling me that why didn't you put like these dishes in the dishwasher? So how times have changed. I'm I'm very proud of her, and I'm grateful for what she's what she's done for me. Even though she's just cooking for me, but honestly, she could. Not do it, and all I could do is probably like get takeout home, but because of her, I get like healthier, and I guess cheaper. Honestly, not really. Things are very expensive these days, so healthier home cooked meals because of her. So I'm very grateful, and yeah, I feel like I, my mindset probably has matured, and. See things in a different perspective. Like now, I'm like seeing more and more tiny gestures that my family does because they love me. Before, I may have just took these gestures for granted, but now I'll be like, "Oh, they're so cute and so sweet." Also, another realization this year is I think people are cute more often. Not in a way, be like, oh, they're so attractive, they're so cute. No, no, not like that. But more like, ah, kitty, like that's so cute. You're so nice, so sweet. I ah, so cute. Which I never thought that this would happen to me, because I'm so used to being taken care of. I'm so used to being the younger. Person, that I, yeah, I feel like, even though there, I do have friends like technically younger than me, but then I feel like they are the ones taking care of me because I'm just that person, that, I'm used to people taking care of me that I'm the younger one and then be like ah oh, I'm so cute no not really just kidding but I would I never thought one day at least not this soon that I will be the one that be like. Ah, 
now they're so cute you know like looking to i mean looking at people setting year one or year two and you just be like ah cute little kids been there done that like i completely get what's happening but also it's cringe <laughs> like a lot, a lot of the times i just look at them and be like ew but then also been there done that and be like oh yeah that's that that was me a few years ago and i was cringy so yeah and then last thing that i'm grateful for ho 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 are you guys ready for the cliche myself i am grateful for myself this is so cliche but i do remember watching this reel saying like oh i'm grateful for myself for feeding myself good food and stuff and even though that reel is supposed to be something about food but i honestly am grateful for myself everything that i did in the past year has turned me into i'd say a better person i don't know maybe not that much better but baby steps and it also is a way that's like i'm grateful for my body i feel like Oh my god, this is so cliche. You guys are going to think like, "Oh my god, you disgust me." But that's that's so true. Like sometimes I look at people in wheelchairs or have other types of disabilities. I'm very grateful that I have a fully functioning body that I don't have any diseases. Maybe it's because like the courses I take that like people have genetic diseases and then I'm like, "I'm so grateful that I don't have that." and i don't have any dietary restrictions i can move around and go to wherever i want except like i mean for the part that i don't have money to get, you know get plane tickets and then fly somewhere else but physically i'm capable to do that so i'm grateful for my body and i am grateful for myself for trying in the past year that I am surviving in this freaking uni that I didn't try to off myself and I feel like a lot of the times the grass is always greener on the other side listening to my friend's podcast which she mentioned oh how some other people seem are doing seemingly better than her and like she's the one that feels like she's the least capable person out of the people that she knows maybe i interpret it wrong correct me if i'm wrong but i have the same feeling honestly i feel like the friend that i was talking about has accomplished so much and she's doing so much better than me as well so maybe it's just the grass is greener on the other side, you know. But honestly, I feel like basically all of my friends are doing better than me, like capability-wise, academically or like job perspective. It's just yeah. 
I, even though that I feel like you guys are doing better than me, like, and also, like, other people are doing way better than me, like, you see people on LinkedIn and is so accomplished and has done so many activities or took up so many roles, like, and then maybe, or is, like, earning, like, a little bit of money already, not even a little bit, like, a lot of money, (laughs) Then I'm just like, wow. But now I'm just, you know, trying. I'm trying. I'm not saying that I can, but I'm trying to stop comparing myself to others because you're just on a different path. Even though it's hard to not compare yourself to others because you kind of know, you kind of have to know like where your peers are at then you can like adjust your course like your course of life accordingly and to better yourself but it's easy to fall down in that toxic spiral i don't know honestly i'm sucky like i don't think i'm very capable and honestly now I don't even know if I could, you know, do a master degree at this point, but now I'm just trying my best, you know. One of my mantras for 2022 is you won't know unless you go. So, honestly, now I'm just doing my best, striving for my best and hope for the best. I mean, if it ended ended up like not good, then there's nothing I can do about it because the least that I could do, I did it. I did my part. I tried my best. Maybe someone that's less deserving has like the opportunity that I wanted. Well, then that's on fate, you know. <laughs> Sometimes, like, I feel like okay let me put it this way it's kind of like a metaphor it's like basically you're swimming in the middle of the ocean and maybe you see people swim past you and you probably don't know where the end like where's the finish line but you just have to keep swimming because you're trying to survive you're trying to not die you have to do your best you have to like try and swim and then get to the other side of the shore that's how i feel right now because now i'm just trying my best i'm swimming ahead i don't really care if other people swim faster than me because so what if they swim faster than me i'm trying to save my life here like i'm fucking drowning (laughs) and yeah as long as i've done my best that's it that's my way to cope and motivate myself because looking at others being much more capable then just makes me feel worse about myself and then i'm not motivated and it's just a vicious cycle and i don't want that you know and i feel like that's also one of the reason why that i listen to nobody's perfect by hannah montana quite a lot this year my favorite lyric i'd have to say is when you just can't seem to win 
if things don't turn out the way they planned, figure something else out. Don't stay down. And it's like everybody makes mistakes. <laughs> everybody has those days. Because I guess one of my ways to cope is that I just remind myself that even people I think they're so capable, they make mistakes as well. So it's not me, the only one who's stupid. They have their stupid moments as well, even though they're much smarter than me. But hearing capable people saying that they have made mistakes has made me feel better about myself. Not in a way that is like, <laughs> you guys are not as smart as I think, but more like, oh, they. Make mistakes as well. Even talented people make stupid mistakes like that as well. Then why am I giving myself such a hard time when I make a mistake? I am learning. It's not like I've done this a hundred times yet. I'm still making a mistake, you know. So. Yeah, and. My mom said to me as well. They're like, you cannot blame anything. You're playing this game. Like you already know the rules. There's nothing you can do about it. The best you could do is just you know make the best of it and then like play the game, which, yeah. Before I'd be like, oh, complaining this and that and everything, but there's nothing really I can do about it. You know, I can complain all I want, but. That's not going to change the fact that these are the things that's happening, and all I can do is to try my best. And I'm very grateful for myself. Is that I see growth, like I see a lot of growth throughout these four years of uni. Like there's so much more growth than I did in six years of secondary school. But I feel like it's maybe because that environment is so consistent. You're just in your comfort zone, and yeah, there's just nothing much that's happened that has to force you to adapt. And the quote like, "Learn you learn the most when you're uncomfortable," which is so true. Which, I guess, last year I did try to put myself in some uncomfortable situation. Like maybe for you guys is like, eh. but honestly, for me, just to you know talk to other people, make new friends, or be proactive in making friends, and be proactive when asking a superior about something is already uncomfortable for me. Even though this may be like extremely regular for you, and you guys would be like. Just ask; it's fine. But for me, I view I would feel uncomfortable doing that. So, yeah. And in uni, I get to step out of my comfort zone. I feel like because in uni you're older, you have a high degree of freedom. You can go out and experience a lot. Even though I've only you know done a little bit of things with my friends, like go out restaurants, hike, drink, and 
It's very regular things, but I feel like these activities has changed me for the better, made me more independent, more mature. I guess because you get to test out different things, like even going to restaurants, and then you have to order for yourself, and then you have to order in English or order like yeah. So it's like. Growing up, part of even though like for others maybe that's so regular, like that's so basic. Why you're making a fuss? Like why you're exaggerating things? But I feel like it's tiny things like that, and then they accumulate, and that just makes you grow. Remember, like I still remember. I was literally talking about this with my friend the other day, like my secondary school friend, and how we used to hang out at this one particular shopping center for a day, and that's it. And every single time we would go to that shopping center, we would go catch a movie, and then eat, basically eat McDonald's every single time because we don't have the money to eat something else. Well, we actually have. Like, uh, well, uh, but not like go to you know proper restaurants, you know, and shopping at H and M, and that's it. Basically, a day, and that's how it is for six years. But now we get to you know look up and go to different restaurants. Now we're going a different. Going to a different restaurant every single time, instead of just sticking to one. And yeah, what else do I want to talk about? Oh, one thing is that I admire you guys because I feel like all of my friends are very organized. I'm the only one that who's unorganized and lazy. You guys have like everything planned out. Your schedule, like, what do you have to do? Like, I feel like every single one of my friends, like you guys, like, okay, not every single one, most of my friends, you guys are very organized. Like, you guys are very organized people, and I admire you guys, and I'm grateful for you guys because me seeing you guys doing all that shit, and I'll be like, okay, shit, I need to do that for myself as well because I need to get my shit together. That's why my notion page last year is like getting my shit together, twenty twenty two. Even though I think if other people saw it, it might be a little bit cringe, but because I'm lazy and I run away from my responsibilities, I procrastinate, and you guys just you know face your responsibilities head on, and I admire it. Without you guys, I probably. Would not have become a more motivated and organized person as I am now. I'm not very organized, but without you guys, I would not have made that improvement. So you guys are really good for me, you know. <laughs> and you guys are always there and support, and then like you know make me feel grounded once again. So, yeah. And. What else do I want to talk about? Oh, I want to talk about is I just hate conflict and confrontation, and then working with people. And then last semester, I get to work with 
a lot of people, and I just have to say I don't like working with people <laughs> at all. Like, two of the projects were fine. They were very very nice people, and we got along well. And then we just you know distributed the work, and that's basically it. The other two, <laughs> not so great, and just. Made me think that I just don't want to be. I don't want to have a job that like I have to communicate with people and yeah. But then I realized that job is impossible to find because there's no single job where you could just completely isolate yourself. But I guess I have to. Face my fears head on and be like, not be afraid of conflict, and confrontation, and I guess this is growing pains. I don't know. I don't think I fully understand what growing pains means before, when I first heard of it. Like I know there's like, oh struggles like when you're growing up, but then. Now you're like actually transitioning and experiencing experiencing these struggles. Now I'm like getting a better understanding of growing pains. And I just wanted to share the song by this artist called Rule, and he has this song called "Growing Up Is Something Something Something." Even though this song is released. Last year, but I still relate to the lyrics, and me doing this, you know, whole reflective thing, just reminded me of this song. So I'll like talk about a few of my favorite lyrics, but I feel like the whole song is pretty relatable, and some of the lyrics goes like this: Are you making friends with the ceiling? I know the feeling. I wasn't trying to let you down. I was just trying to work my shit out. Growing up was weird. Fall in love for a year, then I disappear. Wish that you were here. Growing up is strange when the one who's to blame is looking at the mirror. Are we better without the what ifs and doubts? Yeah, that's a couple that I took out of the song. You guys can go listen to it. I'll link it in the description. And I am grateful for myself for using my private account more often and started this podcast because this private account I only started using it very very late last year. Actually, I remember it's like last December. Last early December, actually, I think. So, a little bit over a year, I've been active on there, and I turned it into this little, the little playground of creativity. And I feel like because this is a private account for my close friends, I could be more bold with what I post. Because like a lot of them is like pictures or like vlogs and even 
like if I posted on my main account, that'd be like very awkward and cringe, and then like people might be very judgy. So yeah, went back to you know me being very you know care too much about what other people think of me, but I'm really grateful that I use that account for like my creativity aspect. And started this podcast, even though I know the theme might not appeal to some of you, which is like me talking about like how I feel about TV shows or movies. But it's something that I wanted to do, and it's kind of like um, having a platform for my creative juices, and. I am very happy that I actually went and did it, even though it's not really that big of a thing. I mean, no one would really find my podcast on here. I think, and I mean, private account is just you guys, and no one would get to see the content in there. But as I've mentioned, I'm shy and I care about what other people think of me, so I'm happy that I made the first step to do it. And even though I'm supposed to be this like sciency person, but I feel like there's this creative side of me that I want to express, and I'm happy that I get to do it with my private account and podcast, like doing this through podcasting and photography or vlogging. Before I did vlog. Like actual vlogs with like it's like ten minutes long, <laughs> and it's like I did put up on YouTube unlisted, <laughs> but then it's so much effort. I vlogged for my twentieth birthday. It's over a year, and I still have not edited it. <laughs> so. Like reels and short vlogs are just much easier, albeit I'm like basically an amateur, and I'm very happy that you guys are supportive with what I'm doing. Like the pictures, like liking my pictures, even those maybe like for you guys, you're just like okay, your post like, but for me it's more like oh, you actually. Like my picture, not like you're just liking the picture, you know. Like you genuinely like the picture, so you like it. <laughs> so, yeah, I feel like you guys have the same situation, no? Like, you guys have this creative side that you wanted to express, but just through like different channels, like maybe sketching or playing music instruments or through journaling, like an outlet for you. But yeah, I'm grateful for that part. Oh wow, how long have I been speaking? Oh god, I've already been like talking for an hour. This is very long. But now I'm going to talk about goals for the upcoming quarter. Why am I talking about like upcoming quarter? Is because I watched a video before, and this YouTuber mentioned that. Oh. A lot of the times that people don't accomplish their goals for the year is because, like at the start of the year, you're very motivated and then you try to accomplish your goals, but then these goals start to fade out on your brain and then like the motivation starts to fade as well, and then so like after a few months or like 
a month or two, you're going to be less motivated and you're going to stop doing them. And then the goals are not accomplished. So she suggested that you set goals for like quarter of the year, like maybe January to March and then April to June. Like, yeah. So you can have goals that you wanted to accomplish in that three months and then three months later you'll have new goals and then once again you'll be more motivated to accomplish them so let's start off with like easier light-hearted things one thing that i want to accomplish is to meet you guys and go out and do something more because this is probably the last chance that we have like the last winter break that we have together and the time that we're more free that we get to do like activities like maybe go tufting or making pottery something like that or like go hiking or do you guys have anything in mind that you want to do with me like please hit me up i'm down and just basically treasure the time while we can you know but there is nothing much to do in Hong Kong, so that's a little bit sad. And my wallet is probably gonna, you know, die after this month. <laughs> and the second thing is I want to be very productive and apply for the master degrees. And hopefully I could write like a good personal statement and stop procrastinating procrastinating on it. Uh, hopefully I will start later today. Yeah. I really have to do it and I need to pick up my FYP stuff which is this third thing that I want to mention and start experimenting even though I don't know when I can go back hopefully maybe tomorrow I don't know I still have to you know talk to the PG student about it <sighs> everything is very complicated but uh, hopefully I could you know do it because I've only seen other people do it. I've not done it personally and I'm honestly terrified that I might do something wrong and ruin something. But I guess because I've never done it and so that's why I should start earlier so I have time to practice. And then when school starts, I have, you know, viable results. Another thing is I want to finish a book. Because I haven't finished a book in ages. I want to be educated, you know. I don't want to be an uncultured swine. So I hopefully I will finish a book and give you guys a review on that here. And I want to learn basics of Arabic. Like throughout this winter break, I want to at least know how to write one sentence like one sentence <sighs> arabic is so hard you know just and i haven't picked up in so long but i really really truly want to learn it because it's so different than you know other european languages and it's a challenge and talk about language learning i want to watch shows in german at least three times a week because i have not picked up german in so long I don't think I can speak German at all now. 
So it's like almost three years of learning down the drain. Oh my god, it's been almost three years. Time flies, you know? Uh, okay, now let's move on to less superficial goals. And this is more like a full year thing that I want to do this throughout the year of 2023. As that I've mentioned, I can feel how my family love me in their own way. Oh my god, why did I write this sentence down? It sounds so weird and cringe and... <sighs> but I want to show more affection to them and show that I treasure them. And I want to show more affection to you guys too and show that I treasure you guys as my friends as well because you guys are very important to me as well as my family. And I want to be more in touch with my feelings and admit things to my friends. Even though you might say, oh, if you don't want to talk about it, you don't have to. But I feel like friends are meant to, you know, share things with each other. And I see it as kind of like a hurdle because others can be vulnerable to me, but I can't. Like, I would be very uncomfortable when I start to be vulnerable and yeah with like with you guys even with you guys you guys are like the basically best like my best of friends but i'm still like low-key afraid that you might be secretly judging me but so uh i don't i don't know so i just need to learn how to be not afraid to disclose my feelings to you guys and i need to accept that everyone is entitled to their own opinions too and it's fine to have different opinions and just to care less about what people think of me like honestly so many of my problems like stem from this like i just care too much about what other people think of me and okay let's talk about instagram posts and stories which I wanted to mention is like I saw an Instagram story by my friend yesterday and it's about the Emma Chamberlain's podcast and it's the episode named Posted or It Didn't Happen or something like that which, hey girl, I listened to that episode before too but I don't think I listened to it in its entirety because when I was listening to it I was like studying as well but honestly... I get it. Like, posted or it didn't happen. I feel like a lot of the times that I posted Instagram stories, like, part of it is because I wanted to show that I have life, that I'm not, like, pathetic, that I'm actually out hanging out with friends, doing something, and going to, like, cute restaurants. And sometimes I feel compelled to, like, tag my friends because I want to show off that I have friends too. <laughs> I'm like, I mean, it's not that I don't have friends, but other people seem to like have a lot of fun with their friends as well. And because before I was this shy girl with no friends and I want to, you know, show that I have friends too and my life is not pathetic and I'm not just staying at home doing nothing. Actually, when I'm staying at home, I'm not doing nothing except for the past 
a couple of weeks when I stayed at home. I actually did nothing. But then previously, when I stayed at home, I was like productive. And then I think watching movies is also something that's productive because like it's like educating yourself on arts. Like I don't normally watch. I don't know. Sometimes I watch blockbusters, but sometimes I like there's this. Uh, TV channel on Now TV, which is called Movie Movie, which they have more like artistic and like foreign language films that I actually enjoyed watching previously. So it's kind of like educating myself on the on the artistic level, even though I don't really know anything about arts. And like when I'm at home, I'm like cooking and like cleaning and. Oh, I also wanted to try out a new recipe this year, which is the penne a la vodka thing. Oh, I really wanted to try that, try cooking that by myself. But anyways, I went on a tangent once again. But yeah, a lot of the times I just feel like oh, I have to tag my friends because I want to show off. I have friends, and I want to post things because I feel like I'm doing something, and just show off like wow. I'm having fun too, but I feel like this is so not good for my mental health. Like, just me, like I should be able to post just whatever I want. I mean, it's my account, and like I want to post like cute pics too, you know. But then my, like, like I'm afraid of what other people might think. Which is like this problem once again. Like I need to work on that this year. Maybe I cannot change a lot, but at least I need to, you know, work through, like, work on it throughout the year. So that is why, starting from this year, I will post aesthetic stories. Like I mean, I do like my Instagram stories like aesthetically pleasing, and then like so happy, and then like my Instagram posts are like aesthetically pleasing. I think even for my private account, I like that my posts are like aesthetically pleasing. But just stories, it's just me crazy rambling, and but I want like main account is like aesthetic post, and then like food post, and I would still tag my friends. But I'll make it very very tiny, so it's not like oh, I need to show, show off to other people. Like, I hang out with different friends. I have this many friends. I have a lot of friends, even though I don't have that many friends. But I would like tag you guys, but make it very tiny, just so that I don't need to feel like oh, I need to show off. And I have friends, but I'll still tag you guys just in case that you want to repost it, you know. So yeah, isn't me overthinking the whole process? Definitely. But am I still gonna do it? Yes, because I feel like that's is what gonna help, I guess. So I think that's it for now. I've talked for long enough. I hope I didn't bore your asses off. Like if some of it you already know, like maybe most of it you already know about this, because I already talked about it with some of you probably, but I wish you guys a 
bright and happy and prospective and successful 2023. I truly, truly hope that you guys can achieve all your goals. Stay positive, everyone. I am such a half glass full person, so your half glass full friend is right here. I hope that I could do better at supporting my friends emotionally, even though I'm not very good at it. But I'm trying. So, yeah, that's it. I'll see you guys. I mean, I'll talk to you guys in the next episode with something more lighthearted. Another review of probably a movie. So yeah, that's it for now. Oh, I have to blow out the candle. Oh, it's not off. Yay! Bye bye.